Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the week. Weekend wagers. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have you some great cash, homie. I was going to say, yeah, that's that's not this. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This isn't weekend wagers yet. That's coming up in the next hour. you got uh, George Kurtz and Cam Stewart going to help you make some money. This is weekend We'll forgive Sean, though. I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, nice. last weekend, Mike had to leave an hour early. So we started uh, weekend mm-hmm. wages at 11. Uh, so right, we will right. forgive Sean there for his. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying like what is it? It's only eleven o'clock. What time is it? Did I lose an hour here? Am I losing time? <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Don't Welcome back me, Sean. to Weekend Wagers, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart here, along with the General <laughs> George Kurtz. <laughs> well, that I, is I think a great impression. I think I'm usually the Colonel. Uh, general, have I been promoted? Well, what's is General what's above higher, Colonel? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think General is above Colonel. Stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. maybe I've been promoted. Mm. Well, there you go. But that's a great uh, impersonation of Cam Stewart there. You, you know, you unlocked some talent there, there that you didn't. Maybe you didn't know you had. I Sean actually Engel. didn't know I could do that. I just rolled with it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, don't lose it. That's a good one. <laughs> so you know, if if Cam ever needs to take a, a week off or something to show off, there you go. You have Sean Angle could just fill in. Nobody would know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think Cam likes to uh, draw out my name, the Colonel George Kurtz, something like that. So it's uh, it's funny. Uh, Cam, Cam has, brings obviously brings a lot of energy to the uh, the I show. Love and, working uh, with Cam. Yeah, yeah. Cam's Cam's a lot of fun. Cam's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. The kind of guy where I wish he lived closer. Would uh, love hanging out with him. Uh, yes, it'd be, it'd be a joy. Yeah, it'd be a lot. Of, actually, I like hanging out with all of us. Uh, Mike mm-hmm. Blewett not here again today. We can't hang out with Mike. Mike's apparently too busy. To be with us, right? Uh, I can't complain. For those who don't I've, know, I've this show between my, Mike, <laughs> Joe, and I—we're supposed to all—we uh, we have the option of all being on at the same time. There's not to be two of us. Mm-hmm. We're all allowed to be on at the same mm-hmm. time. Yet I think we've been doing this what month, two now, and we've never been all on at the same time. There's always one of us <laughs> needs a uh, needs a day off. It's kind of funny, but I do believe tomorrow. Am I right that tomorrow, or are you off tomorrow? I'm off tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, he came out with the schedule. I, I'm looking he forward think, yeah, to Mike, it. Uh, Mike blew yeah. it. I'm talking. Mike about. was he, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where actually, will be, uh, I think maybe next week. I think we're all together. I'm really looking forward. I'm to looking it. at it now. Yeah. What yeah. me, George, Roger, me? No, all three. Apparently, we're on August fourth, as of right now, August fourth, all three of us mm-hmm. will be on. So uh, there you go. I'm sure something will happen. We were supposed to be all on today, but Mike Blue mm-hmm. ditched us. Yeah, this, yeah, it happens. It happens. You know, he's got young kids. I think it's you. I don't think he likes you. Uh, I, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I ever did to this guy. Or Sean. I mean, Could we're be Sean, too. Could be Sean, yeah. I mean, we're in a baseball nah, league. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, 
I think he's like he's in third. I'm in like eleventh place. You know, I, I try to be nice that way. <laughs> but uh, that would be nice. I, I, so I, I consider that being nice. Is right, right, right? Yeah, that's the the one lead that I'm doing terribly in, and it's the fantasy pit, the FNTSY pit. Uh, so I got to really get things going on that one in that league. But uh, so since we're I talking fantasy baseball, I got invited to the Greenwich Street Tavern League. Oh uh, yes, so, yes, so, so did I. I uh, that's the the football league, right? Yeah, yeah obviously. And, uh, yeah. I I've had to turn it down multiple times. It's just uh, August is a hell of a month for me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's my daughter's birthday, my niece's birthday, my nephew's birthday, my birthday as well. But uh, and it's, mm-hmm. so there's a party like every weekend, and uh, the week of uh, the day it is is my daughter's party. And not only am I mm-hmm. doing two shows here, you know, but uh, I was like, I can't go to a city to do a draft. You know, I just can't right, do it. Right. My wife would strangle me. You know, I'd be, uh, if I get divorced, I'd be yeah. buried in my backyard. So I had uh, <laughs> Adam Ronis was invited me, and I had to tell Adam, I guess I do want to play, very much want to play, but I uh, mm-hmm. can't do it. Just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I and got the I, invite, I too. I got to respond to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told him, I think, uh, last week or the week before that. Mm-hmm. And, like, because I was like, oh, you know, I, I was going to ask one of you guys. I'm like, oh, I asked Galena. Oh, I can't ask Galena to, to draft with me. He's got the show, too. Well, Cardano have right, a heart right, attack. Right. Nobody's playing. I'm like, there's nothing, you know, it's right. a bad day. If I could do it online, mm-hmm. I would do it online while, uh, you know, while we're doing the show. But uh, right. that's a live draft, which is, there's nothing better. In a live draft. I know, but I know. The if thing... he changes it today, maybe we could team up. I, I would, I would love that, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, you're right. Nothing like you know, getting in a room with a bunch of guys and gals and just drafting live. There's, I mean, if you if you haven't experienced it, you you need to. Whether it be uh, football, it's, baseball, it's, what, yeah. It's great to get together with the guys. You're doing it at uh, you know the current, the current Street Tavern too. You got eating food, drinking. Great it's, spot. It's, it's fantastic. It's a, yeah. It's a lot of fun. But then again, the hardest thing I'll do all year, and I, I think I mean this, the hardest thing I'll do all year is set up a dra- my home league football draft. Dealing with these idiots who cl- who kill every day. No, nope, can't do it this day. You've got to rearrange the uh, sock drawer. Nope, nope, can't do it this day. I'm mowing the grass. It's like, are you, are you kidding right. me? You really? And then, and then I, what I literally love about it is then I finally set the day, and then they complain about, oh, that's too early. Well, you know why it's too early? Because you canceled every day in September and late August. That's why it's too early. You know, I love people hey, who cancel after you know, a while, 20 of 21 days then complain. Right, right. And you don't want to auto-draft, of course. I mean, you, you know, but, uh, hey, it's tough being a commissioner. I, you know, I, I don't envy you, so <laughs> very tough. Being commissioner is easy uh, once, yeah. the, uh, once the season starts. It's setting mm-hmm. – the only thing that's difficult is that you know, all the rules are the rules. So, you know, we, this league's right. 30 years old. You know, the rules are rules. The commission is easy. The hard part is definitely setting up the draft. It gives me such agita. Right. Right. All right. So let's get back to a little fantasy baseball talk here. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi uh, reinstated from the IL for the Red Sox, and uh, looks like he's going to be their closer rest of the way. So what are we thinking, George? I mean, you are the closer guru. Talk to me about uh, Nathan Eovaldi. And also maybe uh, you know after we talk about him, maybe we could talk about like I mentioned teased earlier in the show, uh, you know some uh, relief pitchers who might benefit from uh, that uh, July thirty first trade deadline and might end up uh, in, in inheriting closer jobs uh, after that date. Whereas Eovaldi was activated today, so he will t- he will immediately be the closer for Boston. He succeeded uh, in a relief role uh, last year in the playoffs, so he, uh, he should be able to get the job done. Uh, this is going to happen, by the way, because once uh, they acquired Cashner, Boston acquired Cashner earlier in the week, he'll be their fifth mm-hmm. starter, which is where Eovaldi would have been. 
and this makes Eovaldi go to the bullpen. So it, it works out well for Boston. Their bullpen has been a disaster this year, and we all knew that was going to happen. Hell, Red Sox fans knew this was going to happen when you didn't re-sign Kimbrel. You didn't want to give him the big contract, the money he wanted, and then you brought nobody else in. It was weird. You, know, you thought Workman, Barnes, Brazier, this is all going to work out, and it's been it's been terrible. It's just been terrible. It cost them quite a few games. The funny thing with these guys is, I don't want to. If you look at them when they when they pitch the sixth, seventh, and eighth inning, they're okay. But any of these guys trying to close out a game, it's been a bomb. Just been a bomb. Weird. Yeah. Some guys just don't have it's that uh, mentality, the, the ability to close out a game. So if Eovaldi mm-hmm. is available in your league, you do want to claim him. Like I said, he will be the closer for the rest of the season. Should well, we're in July, they probably got about seventy games left. I think he'll get double digit saves here. You know, up to fifteen wouldn't shock me at all. You know, Boston is a mm-hmm. good team, regardless of how they played against Baltimore last night, where they got killed eight to that. That can't, that really can't happen. Uh, not against the Baltimore Orioles when you're in a uh, playoff hunt here. But uh, Iavaldi activated today. He will be the closer. You do want to claim him. Yeah, absolutely. And what about some guys that you think might uh, benefit uh, from the? Uh, you know, anybody come to mind for, that might benefit from the July 31st trade deadline? You think that maybe they could uh, end up becoming uh, their team's closer based on any transactions? I mean, I'm asking you to speculate, but what, what do you think? All right. Well, speculation is part of the closing job here, and I've done that quite a few times in my column. <laughs> um, you're asking to play the optimist, right? Guys who might benefit. You can play the pessimist, yeah. too, and guys who are going to lose jobs. Uh, Greg like Holland's Shane name Green, is certainly yeah. out there. <laughs> And if Colin mm-hmm. gets dealt, I don't think he'll be as a close. Hell, he might lose his job as a close of Arizona. He's been struggling. Mm-hmm. Luke Jackson got the win last night, but that's after he blew the save. I mm-hmm. strongly believe Atlanta is either adding another starting pitcher or they're going to add a closer. You know, so I think mm-hmm. Luke Jackson will probably lose his job uh, by the end of the, the month here. And overall, his numbers are solid, but he's not the closer you want in a pennant chase. He's not the closer you want in October. He's hittable. Mm-hmm. We're hearing Michael Givens, that his name is being bandied about, uh, that teams are interested in him. If he were to lose the, if he were to get trade A, he won't be a closer for his new team. He'll be a setup man. He's probably talking about Paul Fry, Miguel Castro, Richard Blyer will be the guys to look at there who could be the closeup. Maybe it's a committee. Then again, not to be a smart ass here, but, well, that's actually what I am. Uh, <laughs> do we care? How many, how many wins is Baltimore getting the rest of the year and how many of those are going to require a save? You know, so you mm. probably want to stay away from there. We already mentioned Nathan Iovaldi activated today, so he's closing for Boston. Uh, other names that we've heard. Uh, Glacius, by the way, is away from the team for paternity leave. He will be back. So, yeah, there's nothing going, nefarious going on there. I think if Cincinnati wasn't in the playoff hunt, by the way, they would look to trade Iglesias. He struggled at times this year, you know, so I think it might be the time to move on from him. I think you might hear his name out there. It wouldn't shock me if Atlanta makes a bigger play for him. You know, I think he's the guy who would fit nicely in Atlanta. And the fact that Iglesias has struggled, if he were to go, Michael Lorenzen is someone you could look at there. Colorado, Wade Davis is – I'm surprised he hasn't lost a job already, Joe. I thought he would have lost it by now. He has struggled. I think this is a situation where he's making the big money. So they're giving him – sort of like Kinsler and San Diego. They're giving him every right. chance on the planet to keep that job. If and when he does lose it, Scott Oberg is who you're looking at. You mentioned Shane Green. He has to be traded this year. Just has to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it mm-hmm. might have been an option for Boston if they didn't go the Ivaldi route and go with Kashner. Uh, if he were to be traded, I don't think he'll close for his new team. I doubt it. Maybe if it's Atlanta, he would close over Luke Jackson. He's not really all that much better than Jackson. Uh, Joe Jimenez would be the closer in Detroit there. Uh, Ian Kennedy, another name where we're hearing him mentioned as far as somebody who could be dealt. Once again, not a guy who closes for a new team, so he'd be screwed there. 
maybe Willie Peralta. I don't. Once again, Casey, I'm not so sure if it matters there either. Sergio Romo from Miami. They'll they'll trade anything that isn't nailed down. And Romo was certainly mm. not nailed down. Another guy wouldn't be the closer for his new team. Maybe Nick Anderson, but you probably wouldn't care. Minnesota is a team I think sort of like the Braves wants to acquire a closer. You know, they're they're going with the hodgepodge right now. Taylor Rogers, Blake Parker, Trevor May. These are all guys that he yay. You know, so I think uh, once again, none of these guys are going to be dealt, but I think they will acquire somebody, which would screw Taylor Roger owners right now. I think he's the the leader of that committee. I think the Mets mm-hmm. would look into trading Diaz, but if they do, that's sort of BVW admitting he made a huge mistake here. So in the end, unless right. they get a hole, I don't think that happens there. Oakland right now, it's, it, that's Liam Hendricks' job. It is not Blake Training's job. It is Hendricks' job. He's outpitched them, training. Heck, a couple of injuries this year just hasn't been the same pitcher. So Hendricks, I think, mm. is pretty safe there for now. Hector Neris, well, uh, I mean, his, his antics, he got suspended for three games and cursing at the Dodgers dugout after a save. Uh, I don't think Philadelphia <laughs> and L.A. play each other again this year. Too bad, because I think there'd be some fireworks mm. in that game. Uh, but here, right now, I know David Robertson's coming back maybe by the end of the month. I don't think it matters. Neris is your guy there. Philadelphia has issues, to say the least. Uh, they could use an upgrade in the bullpen, but I, right now they, they need an upgrade in the rotation. You know, they signed Wade mm-hmm. Miley earlier this year. They traded for Mike Marin today or last night. Uh, none of those acquisitions mean anything for fantasy. And they're not going to help Philadelphia all that much either. They need a real starter there uh, for the Phillies. Uh, Pittsburgh, we've heard some rumors about Felipe Vasquez that he could be dealt. Uh, I don't they, – they would need a haul. And maybe they can get that from the Braves. You know, maybe they can get that from another team that really needs a, a closer right now to, to win now. But in the end, I think he stays there. But if he is dealt, you're probably looking at uh, eh, Keon Keeler, Kyle Crick, somebody, one of those guys, but nobody's set. I was surprised this week to hear that Carlos Martinez, that his name is out there on the trade line. Uh, Martinez, once again, another guy, got the save last night, but gave up two runs. He struggled this week. I think he's got up five runs and three mm. appearances this week. Uh, he struggled somewhat. If he were to be dealt, I think the reason why the Cardinals want to deal him, maybe it's more of his contract than anything else, and the fact that he, he can't be a starting pitcher. He's proven over and over again that his arm just can't withstand uh, throwing and pitching every five days. I think you'll see Andrew Miller there, John Gant, maybe a, 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 a little bit of a committee. Gant would be my favorite there if Carlos Martinez is dealt. Kirby Yates, I don't think, is going anywhere from San Diego. They believe they're in the playoff hunt. I think the same can be said now Will Smith. I think the Giants sort of screwed themselves here. Because the fact that they're playing so well, they're in the playoff hunt, you know, beating the Mets in fun ways the past two, yeah, two nights. We haven't watched those. <laughs> right. It's been very interesting to see how the Mets can still screw these games up and fun. Lord knows it made me laugh. Uh, one game, let's say you score a run the top of the 17th, then you lose in the bottom of the 17th over 16th. And then last night, Dominic Smith can't get to a pop fly that a runner scores in the first base. Uh, Met fans, Matt Modica was saying on uh, Twitter earlier, I, 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 I don't know what to tell Met fans. Anyway, Giants, only two games out of the wild card hunt. Can you trade Will Smith? Can you trade Madison Bumgarner? They should because they're not really a good team. They need the prospects these guys would bring back, and they would bring back really good prospects uh, there. Mm-hmm. But Giants, only two games out. The fans might revolt and strangle you. Still, if, yeah. uh, if Will Smith is dealt, maybe Melanson gets another shot there. Does it matter? Uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, Robinus Elias for Seattle. His name is out there as well. Once again, he won't close for his new team. Will Smith, probably if he's dealt, could close. Depend on where he ends up. Yankees are interested. Red Sox are certainly interested uh, as far as that's concerned. Uh, Robinus Elias will not close for if he gets dealt. Seattle's another team. 
Anything that's not well nailed down, they're trading. Uh, Corey Gearin yeah. likely to take over there. Maybe Hunter Strickland if and when he comes back. And that looks to be it. I think the big name will be Ken Giles in Toronto. Giles was out mm-hmm. with uh, what What they call it? Uh, elbow cramps? Or, uh, weird. Another guy who apparently got a bad <laughs> massage. What the hell's going on with these massages in baseball? You know, stuff, uh, weird. Uh, I think Toronto would deal him. I don't know if necessarily it'll be with, with a Marcus Stroman deal, same deal uh, with him, but mm. I think they will deal him if, if, they, uh, if they can get the right price. Once again, I think they know they're rebuilding. They don't really need Giles. He could help uh, He could help uh, make their rebuild a little shorter because he would bring back a nice piece or two. If he were to be dealt, I think Daniel Hudson's the guy who would take over the role there. But then again, the joke would be, well, if you deal Stroman, you deal Giles, how many games are you thinking you're going to save anyway? But Hudson, I think, would be right. the guy that takes over there. Maybe Tapera when he comes back off the IL. Hmm. Good stuff from uh, uh, closer guru George Kurtz. And uh, you mentioned yeah, some of the names. The Phillies uh, interested in uh, acquiring uh, starting pitching. Uh, Marcus Stroman they're interested in. Uh, you mentioned the Twins. Twins have been linked to, to Shane Green. Even uh, Matthew Boyd, Detroit uh, Tigers starting pitcher, who actually, man, in his last six games, 6.62 ERA for Matthew Boyd. 11 home runs. I mean, still striking out a bunch of people, but 11 home runs in his last six starts. So he's really uh, been tanking. Red Sox and Twins both had, uh, like a, I think I mentioned this earlier, both had scouts uh, watching the uh, Mad Bum uh, Noah Syndergaard matchup. But you're right with the, the Giants uh, being uh, solidly uh, in the playoff hunt. You know, I mean, uh, it would have been nice if they weren't and they could trade Mad Bum. Hey, if they, they love the guy so much, he's going to be a free agent. Sign him again, right? But uh, I don't want to hear about scouts watching Dodgers. certain players, by the way. Scouts are watching everybody nowadays, by the way. Of course, they're watching Mad mm. Bum, Stroman. Stroman is helping his trade value, pitching great. Boyd is hurting his yeah. trade value, pitching not so great. But the Tigers want a mint for Boyd. Sure, yeah. All right, we'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Cold as ice, George Kurtz, but I still love you. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina and the aforementioned George Kurtz. Sean Angle producing our show, The Fantasy Prince. I like George. You get a lot. I give you some flack, but you tell it like it is. Yeah, just like that whole Seinfeld thing, you don't care that it's like one of the most popular shows of all time. You don't like it? You don't like it. The heck with everyone. Heck what everybody thinks. No? <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah, I think I'm at the point in my mm-hmm. life where I just don't care. I find that as I get older, yeah, I care less as to what people uh, think about me and, and whatnot. You just let it just roll off and just the heck with it, you know? Yeah, I don't worry too much about what people think about mundane things. 
And uh, mm-hmm. what TV shows I like or don't like would be that mundane thing. Uh, don't watch right. it. Listen, most TV shows I don't, I'm not in love with. You know, uh, TV, certainly movies have no new ideas. At least TV, they do have some uh, decent ideas. But when you mentioned, we, we were talking Terminator earlier. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about something new? You know, that we haven't uh, rehashed. Was it Terminator 6, Terminator 16, whatever it might be? Or another Marvel mm-hmm. movie, another DC movie. Or I love Star Wars, but another Star Wars movie. I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw a movie that I liked that wasn't one of those. Star a Wars, remake or something, superhero. right? Superhero. Yeah, yeah. Right, a remake. Everything's just remake. Mm-hmm. No one has an original idea. You know, where are the diehards? Mm-hmm. Leave the weapons. Uh, something like that. You know, good, good story. Right. Hunt for October. You know, it's just, uh, it's rare you see anything like that. Are you a Top Gun guy? Because, uh, you know, we were talking about Comic-Con. They released the, no, good, the, the trailer to that. Yeah, exactly. And what? It's like a 30-year-old remake, right? They waited 30 years uh, to make the remake. I mean, I was kind of, you know, people love that movie. I don't dislike it, but I was kind of lukewarm to it. Did you, did you see the original? Are you uh, a Top Gun fan? Yeah, I like the original. I thought it was a, sol- a mm-hmm. solid movie. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise may be, a, you know, a weird guy, but he makes some good movies. Yes, yes, he really does. I like the yeah. I like the Mission He's Impossible a, series as well. Underappreciated action star, right? And he does uh, his own, uh, uh, you know, action uh, scenes, right? He's, and he suffered for it, you know, the broken bones all over the place. So yeah, I tip my cap to him. You're right. He's kind of a wacky kind of guy <laughs> behind the scenes. At least we think so. You know, I never met him, but uh, you know, kind of a you know like an underappreciated, like I said, uh, action hero. But. Uh, uh, We'll see. Uh, so why don't we finish off with a little bit more fantasy baseball talk, and uh, then we could get back to some football. There's a player that you and I both agreed on uh, in the preseason uh, that we, we both liked, and he's really been coming on lately, and his, his overall numbers are very good as well. I'm talking about uh, Ramon Loriano, outfielder for the A's. Over his past nine games, batting 531 with five home runs, Two stolen bases, and, and you look at his uh, overall numbers, George, phenomenal. Uh, you know, he's batting 283 now. You know, he slumped early in the year, but batting 283, 19 home runs, 12 stolen bases. And you look at this guy, you're like, where's he getting his power from? Uh, you know, I mean, the number, 5'11", 200 pounds, but when you look at him, <laughs> he doesn't really have the typical power hitter build. But nobody does these days, right? Everybody's just hitting the ball out of the park. But uh, you and I were both high on Ramon Laureano, and we're just really, really smart. Yeah, well, baseball's a joke with the home runs right now. The ball's just flying out of the ball. I mean, really, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. Evan Canarcio had that grand slam he hit yesterday. I mean, yes. he was fooled on the pitch. His weight is all out in front. Pretty much swung at it one-handed, and still hit it out. I know the man's strong, mm-hmm. but come on. It's a little crazy. But it, it, it's been that way all year. So people are still complaining about it, and it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. get, move on. Move on. Let's talk about the next subject. As for Loriano, yeah, it's a 2020 guy waiting to happen here. Uh, mm-hmm. Kai, uh, we, we've talked about him before. He should be gone in all leagues by now. If he's not, go out and grab him. He of only outfield help. Yeah. I can't see how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and no, nobody's grabbing this guy. But, uh, you know, he's got 19 home runs, 12 stolen bases. I think he'll hit the 20 stolen base mark and be a 2020 guy. Uh, and his average is plus. <laughs> and we know he's a great defensive yeah. player, too. We don't get points for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Fantasy, but he's, for a guy who you can get, you could have gotten late, he's a plus guy. Mm-hmm. I really a plus mm-hmm. guy, kind of a guy who can win you a championship, especially with those bags. Because yep. we, uh, you mm-hmm. may not need power. We all have power all over the place now, but we all need bags. You know, we mm-hmm. need stolen bases. Anybody who steals really double digits now is extremely valuable. More or less, he's going to steal twenty. 
So yes, Loriano, great season coming coming into his own, as they like to say. Yeah, but, yes, uh, good yes. ball player plus average. Hard not to like him. A's coming into their own as well. I mean, look how hot they've been. We talked about the Indians earlier. Uh, the the A's, if the season ended today, they'd be a wild card team. And uh, they've got Sean Manaya could be uh, a couple of weeks away uh, from making his return. Uh, he's been uh, doing uh, some rehab work. Uh, I think he pitched like three and two thirds uh, shutout innings the other night, and they're gonna you know stretch him out a little bit more. But uh, any interest in Sean Manaya and and just in general, the A's just seem to always find a way to kind of be competitive, like the, the little engine that could. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, people don't realize the Rays and Red Sox right now are out of the playoff hunt. You know, uh, mm-hmm. kind of the Rays who were in first place for a while, just not playing as well of late. Right. Uh, they're only a game out, but still they're out. Uh, so we'll mm-hmm. see how they pick up. The Rays, by the way, are, are a lot of rumors going on the Rays that they're, they're going to make a big deal at the deadline. I would assume that'd be for a hitter. Is they really mm-hmm. uh, their pitching is pretty solid, but it could be for a pitcher as well. So, uh, but the Rays that uh, that they want to make a deal, that they're willing to make a deal, and they have the minor league system to do really uh, any kind of deal they want to do. If they want to go out and get Thor, they could afford it. There really aren't too many hitters out there as far as big name hitters. So maybe that does have to be for a pitcher. But if they want to get Thor or Bumgarner, Stroman, Bauer, uh, they could with the. Uh, the prospects they have, they're willing to give them up. So uh, we'll see what the Rays do, especially since they're faltering of late. You know, do they look mm-hmm. there, uh, do they think they need to make a deal to make a splash? You know, mm-hmm. to uh, wake their team up, that sort of thing. Uh, they've lost four straight now, and really, if Chapman didn't blow that, you know, was it three run save on four, two run save yeah. on Monday night, mm-hmm. they got swept by the Yankees. They'd be they'd be uh, even in more trouble. Yep, yep. Uh, and speaking of the Rays, I'm intrigued with uh, Mike Brossel. Am I pronouncing it right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 300 uh, career minor league average. He's got some power. Uh, could give you a handful of stolen bases over the course of a season. He's played mostly third base and second base uh, for the Rays this season. But uh, I like this guy, what he's been doing lately. Probably available yeah, on I like Brousseau uh, big, as well. Uh, wave wire move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Brousseau as well. Uh, a bit more of a DFS guy for me. I've been plugging him into my look. He's been cheap. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. where I've plugged him in there. And once again, if you need help uh, in the infield, I could see him being a fantasy guy as well. Uh, he's got a quick bat. He's definitely got a quick bat, mm-hmm. uh, which we all like to see there. So uh, Brousseau is someone who's been interesting for me also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, with uh, Joey Wendell kind of slumping, uh, you know, he could get even more bats uh, at second base. Um any other guys that you're looking at off the waiver wire? I mean, most of the guys that I'm I'm thinking of are kind of like stashes for uh, later season call-ups. Uh, I'm looking at this guy, Luis Robert, for the White Sox. We, we, if you look at his numbers, George, man, he's been fast-tracked this season. Uh, started out uh, high A, double A, triple A. Look at his numbers over a course of 83 games at, you know, combination from all those uh, those three levels. And he hasn't skipped a beat. Over 83 games, batting 352, 21 home runs, 32 stolen bases. I mean, uh, you know, he could play center field, uh, maybe say goodbye to uh, Adam Engel or, you know, put him on the bench. I mean, uh, Eloy Jimenez on the IL with an elbow contusion. Uh, you know, which you, but I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Robert in terms of he kind of hasn't really skipped a beat every time he's been promoted. Yeah, I think if I'm the White Sox, I'd rather give Roberts an extended look over Angle. I think uh, in this case, we, we know what Angle is. Good defense, not right. too much with the bat. You know, so I think mm-hmm. I agree with you there. I'd rather give Robert an extended look here. Uh, fantasy-wise, I think he's the definition of the hot guy. 
Once again, you're claiming you're now playing well, but in two weeks, three weeks, a month, you're going to want to move on because it'll slow down here. But I also like guys playing in Chicago in the heat. The ball, ball flies out of that ballpark anyway. But when sure. it's hot, it's yep. even more so. You know, so he might be mm-hmm. interesting that way as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at this guy, uh, at Eason Diaz. Uh, second baseman and, and chef of the future for the Marlins. Uh, be interesting to see what the Marlins do at the trade deadline. I don't know. You think they could get anything for Starling Castro, uh, or maybe they could just eventually maybe DFA him or something. I mean, look, the, the Marlins have showed that the another team that uh, doesn't really care about this, you know, service uh, issue. And when you look at what Isan uh, Diaz has done so far this year, I mean, uh, I think he deserves a call up. I would probably agree with you, you know, uh, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if they get anything for Castro. Maybe. I mean, listen, they would take anything. Take the contract. We'll, we won't bag take of balls. back. You know, we'll, yeah. uh, if they get a bag, a bag of balls and a bat, you know, maybe a batting practice pitcher. I, I think they want to. I just don't know what's right. going to be there for them. They they've wanted to get rid of Castro. One of the reasons they agreed to take on Castro from the Yankees was they thought they'd be able to trade him almost immediately. To the team mm-hmm. because with the Yankees, he was actually a decent player with the Yankees. Not good defensively, but a good hitter. Yeah. Unfortunately, the hitters, mm-hmm. the hitting's gone down a bit too, and defense has gotten any better. So uh, they'd like to move him. They really would. I just don't know if they're going to be able to find any takers. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that if let's say if the Marlins DFA him, I could just see like the the Yankees just like picking him up and using him off the bench because you know he was a pretty decent hitter with the Yanks. Uh, but uh, you know, okay. And, so and what infield are they getting rid of on the Yankees? I know, I know you were going to say that. But uh, look, I'm not looking for them to do it, but it's just it's the kind of move that the Yankees would do, you know, like pick him up and then throw him in the minor Yankees. leagues until somebody He'd have gets to go hurt. to the minor leagues and he won't accept it. Is Matt Harvey coming to the Yankees? Matt Harvey, DFA. Yeah, I kind of thought that if he would take an assignment to uh, <laughs> to AAA, he'd have to go to AAA. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and work Supposedly out. Plus, he's always wanted to be a Yankee, right? My guess is his ego won't allow that. You know, uh, he'll hope for a major league job. If that doesn't come, maybe he has no choice. That but that could be mm-hmm. two weeks, three weeks down the line in August. But that's my first thought came mm-hmm. to that, too. Like, yeah, maybe pitching in New York and he'll get that extra vibe. But he's not the same guy. It's why I say over no, and over not, again no. that I think uh, it's why I think like someone like Trevor Bauer is a little nuts to keep doing the one year thing. Yes, if you're if mm-hmm. you stay healthy, the going what year to year, you will maximize your money. No doubt you will. Mm-hmm. But. Harvey at one time was must-watch TV. Must-watch. Right. He was a no-hitter waiting to happen. And now he's mm-hmm. borderline out of the game after arm mm-hmm. injuries. Right? This is where pitchers take, take your money, man. Sign that long-term deal. Get that security. Not that Bauer doesn't have security. Mm-hmm. Of course he does. He's make, still making a fortune. But uh, to answer your question, I do. I think, well, once again, if Harvey doesn't get a major league deal somewhere, let's face it, he might. You know, there are teams out there that, you know, he has some name value there. They're out of it. You know, Detroit, Miami, mm-hmm. you can go on and on with a couple other teams. They'll feel like they have nothing to lose and could go after them. You know, Baltimore, you know, uh, Kansas City. Uh, that's probably it. Certainly not going back to the Mets. Uh, that might give him a mm-hmm. shot in the majors again. But if no team were to offer a major league deal, what would Cashman have to lose? Hey, we'll sign to a minor league nothing. contract. We'll see what you, we'll see how you can do See how you can do. Right. Nothing to lose there. Yeah. But uh, he, he, his ego is immense. I don't think he would accept it. 
Yeah, at this point, uh, I mean, he's got to swallow that ego. I think that by now, he's got to realize that, you know, he's not the Dark Knight anymore. Maybe not even uh, Robin the Boy Wonder. I mean, just freaking take a, take a little deal for the Yanks. Pitch of the minor leagues. Maybe he could be the next Dwight Gooden. Remember when we got Dwight Gooden past this prime? Uh, you know, another former uh, Met, uh, uh, you know, s- superstar or Met ace that could uh, finally get the chance to put on the, the uh, navy blue pinstripes and win a World Series in the Bronx. Like we said, when, when we got Dwight Gooden. Didn't realize you played for the Yankees or worked for them. That's, that's good. Happy for you. I've dedicated my life to, uh, to uh, supporting the team, you know. So uh, I, don't, I just feel a kinship with them. But, uh, you know. We'll see. I mean, stranger things have happened. So, uh, what about uh, you know the, with the Orioles? I mean, they're another team that really has nothing to lose, right? I mean, obviously in full rebuild mode. What, what about Ryan Mountcastle? Uh, any thoughts of uh, maybe stashing him for, or do, do you think that maybe if he does get called up, it might not be till September? You think they might uh, move on him a little earlier? Well, what with the Orioles, they're a team we know they're cheap, 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 cheap. So they're going to do whatever is uh, you know best for them uh, as far as keeping a player mm-hmm. down. You know, they're, they are a team that's going to believe if it protects time, gives them an extra year, they're going to stay down there. And the next thing will be, is he ready? I don't think they're going to rush him. No real, no real reason to rush mm-hmm. him. Uh, Mount is a g- good player, but not someone who's going to be like, oh, not like Vladimir Guerrero. Well, you know, he'd sell tickets just by being uh, coming up. You know, not someone, uh, you know, Tatis, guys who were really named guys. Castle's one, Mount mm-hmm. Castle's one of the better players in the Baltimore system, but not like I say, he's not going to sell tickets in August. You know, they're not, he's not going right. to be that guy, oh, we got to go see Ryan Mount Castle. Not yet. Maybe in time, but not yet. I think you see him in, more in September, you know, that cup of coffee thing, and next year will be his year. Mm-hmm. Right. And as we uh, get ready to go to commercial, what about the Rays and all these uh, – all these. Well, this is their second uh, two-way player, Jake Cronenworth. You, have you heard about this guy? I mean, but this guy could actually not only really hit, but he he can really pitch. You know, he's, you look at his minor league numbers this season: batting three forty-two with ten home runs, eleven stolen bases, and uh, from the pitching side, has been used mostly as an opener. George, uh, you look at his numbers this season: just uh, seven point one innings pitch, but nine strikeouts in those seven innings, uh, no earned runs. Problem is, I mean, uh, really finding a place uh, for him to play this season uh, might be tough. I mean, if, if at best, maybe maybe a September call-up or just somebody keep on your your uh, your radar, uh, maybe uh, in a dynasty league. What, what do you think about Cronenworth? Uh, he, I doubt he's coming up this year. Uh, it would be a, somewhat of a surprise if he does get called up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where's he going to play? I mean, that's the right. biggest issue. Yeah, where's he right. going to play? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't think you're going to see him. Uh, you got William Dames that obviously you're, you're a shortstop now. Your second base, you've had a couple of guys there this year, but I just don't I don't see a place right now as far as the two way thing. Right. Yes, he throws mid nineties. He's got a, a strong arm. There's a lot of infielders have strong arms. I don't know if that's going to make a difference uh, for Tampa Bay, and he's just started that, so he's you know he wouldn't be a pitcher this year. If they see if they see pitching uh, as his long term thing. Then he'll be in the minors for a couple of years until he works that out right. there. But uh, I just don't think he's gonna. Uh, really, I, I don't think that's his uh, future there. Uh, keep in mind, Wanda Franco is their top prospect, and he is somebody mm-hmm. who probably is ready now. But I don't know if they'll call up. But Wanda Franco really should be up before Cronenworth, as far as the infield's concerned. And I wonder what they're going to do with mm-hmm. Willie Dames. You know, he he he's blocking in some ways. He's blocking. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Franco right now. He shouldn't be, but he is. Right. So the, could he be right. moved? Is he one of those guys? Could they trade a Dames and somebody else as far as that big deal I keep talking about and then bring up mm-hmm. someone like Wanda Franco? I wonder if that could go. be uh, yeah, I like a play it. here as well. I like it. Yeah. Uh, as we head out to commercial, uh, I'll mention Tyler O'Neill for the Cardinals. Last nine games, four home runs, George. Batting 412. Could be on Cardinals some, uh, have mentioned that they'll trade. Wars. They would trade some of their young outfielders. So keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Cardinals want to make a deal. Mentioned Carlos Martinez. O- O'Neill's name and uh, name was mentioned as well. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Finish off the show. Weekend Fantasy Update. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Little Santana bringing us back. Good stuff. Fantasy football season is now upon us, and season-long drafts are in full swing. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to you to give you an edge, regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with uh, promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Got a little tongue twisted there, but uh, uh, check it out, uh, rotoexperts.com. Some really good stuff there. You can get a 10% discount. Good stuff from uh, Davis Maddock and the rest of the Roto experts. So, uh, George, uh, let's uh, get back to uh, uh, talking a little fantasy football right now. Uh, want everyone to keep in mind, uh, stay tuned. Uh, right after the show, we've got uh, George will uh, be joined by Camp Stewart, Weekend Wagers going to help you make some uh, some extra cash this weekend. You don't need a part-time job. Just listen to uh, Weekend Wages. They'll uh, help you win some money. Right there, George? I certainly do hope so. That's that's the goal here. Uh, this week could have gone better. That's uh, funny. I'm looking <laughs> at my uh, Facebook. I love the... Uh, we talked about Star Wars earlier, and someone posted uh, the five-day forecast for Alderaan. You know, Monday, 72 degrees. Tuesday, 74 degrees. Wednesday, 15,000 degrees, along with an exploding <laughs> And I just... To me, to me, that makes me laugh. And no forecast for Thursday mm. and Friday because obviously the planet has been destroyed. So uh, I don't know, it just made me laugh. The fact that a, the, the fact that a planet has been destroyed and innocents have been uh, killed makes you makes you ha- makes you chuckle. It's pretty. You do realize it was a movie, right? Not real. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take place. Uh, maybe, in the galaxy maybe not. Far, far, yeah. far, far away, a long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't real. Was the moon landing real? You know, what is real? It's like one of those people. How do I know the color green to me is the color green to you? You know, look in the crayon mm -hmm. box, moron. How do you know? <laughs> I knew that. I'll tell you what's real. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna need to see a, an ear doctor to get my hearing checked. <laughs> Good stuff, though, from uh, our buddy. Sean Angle, the fantasy prince. So, so let's get back uh, talking a little fantasy football. And uh, we, we left off talking a little about wide receivers and looking at your receivers here. You went, um, we talked about Thielen and Watkins. Uh, what about Jarvis Landry? I mean, uh, it seems to have cooled off a little bit, but the Browns uh, were and probably still are to a, a large degree, the uh, fantasy darlings of uh, 2019. You know, they, they got OBJ and Baker Mayfield, Mayfield and, and his second year. And uh, you know, his ADP was way up there. I think he was like the top five quarterback ahead of uh, Matt Ryan in, in, in some uh, on some sites. But, uh, you know, him and uh, Jarvis Landry, Baker uh, Mayfield and Jarvis Landry, uh, Landry's always been a great PPR guy. What do you fo forecast for Landry this season? Well, yeah, Beckham coming around is certainly going to steal uh, some plays from him. I wonder if Landry, if Landry goes back to being that slot guy, you know, short pass over the middle when uh, Beckham's taking away the uh, deep, uh, deeper routes. Njoku's there as well. A lot of mouths to feed there. This offense should hum. When you think about it, it should hum. Uh, Mayfield, we know mm -hmm. he's going to rocket for an arm, can throw the football. Landry, Najoku, Beckham, you got Chubb uh, running the ball as well. The offense is there. Mm -hmm. It really is there. So I don't know if you can make Hunt, everybody Hunt happy later there. in the season. I don't know if you mentioned them. <laughs> Not really worried about Hunt. I don't, I don't know what the big deal is about Hunt. Unless Chubb is hurt. Chubb's the man. Mm -hmm. You know, Hunt. Yeah. No, no, I'm thinking I, that, I, I, it's going to help their offense. I, I brought him up. I don't see how it helps help the offense. offense. No? Listen, unless Chubb's Hunt, depth uh, unless the running Chubb's back? hurt, okay. I don't see how he helps the offense. You're not going to have Chubb and Hunt out there at the same time. You know, so unless Chubb, um, I'll, I'll, I'm drafting uh, Nick Chubb. I'm not going to hope, oh, mm -hmm. week 10, Hunt might be a threat. You know, if, if uh, Chubb gets hurt, well, yeah, then he's a threat. <laughs> if Chubb's healthy, and I assume he's playing well, and I'm not making any switch there. No, I'm not, I'm not going to go to Hunt here. I do wonder, once again, if this could be a case. And we see this, you know, when teams have too many good players at a certain position, they don't know how to work it. You know, think mm -hmm. of the Yankees. A lot of the criticism Aaron Boone has taken this year is because he has given his guys days off when no one, you know, Judge got a day off even though the Yankees had, uh, he got something like three days off in seven days. You know, and he's done mm -hmm. that at times because the Yankees have so many players that uh, Boone wants to get into the lineup where Boone is sometimes taking out better players for rest. And I, I wonder if it's the mm -hmm. same thing with Hunt when he's available. Even though Chubb's playing fine, will he feel the need to play Hunt, even though more than a series here, a series there, but give him 10, 12 carries a game and doing the same thing with Chubb, maybe a little bit, 14 carries a game. But you're taking away touches from Chubb, even though he's playing well. That would concern mm -hmm. me somewhat, that Kitchens feels the need because the GM signed this guy to get him in the game. Not that Hunt's a bad player, but I think Hunt is just an extra. They didn't need him. He's insurance. Great. Right. You know, mm -hmm. if, he, if, if a Chubb gets hurt, you got him. I would have never signed Chubb. Uh, if I'm clear, there's no way I was taking the PR hit by signing Hunt when you didn't need him. There's no, mm -hmm. In my mind, there was no point in taking that, that risk. You know, just, I would have done that. But, hey, what they did, and it's, it is what it is. But that being said, Chubb is still a top 10 fantasy running back for me. Who do you like better this season, Chubb or Joe Mixon? 
Uh, boy, if you would have asked me a month ago before the offensive lineman got hurt, I probably would have gone with Mixon. I think Cincinnati is a mess. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be trailing in an awful lot of games in the second half, which means, Mixon, mm, I don't know how much running you're doing in the second half. You better get a lot of your damage in the first half. And I think someone like Mixon, he's the kind of guy that will do more damage in the second half. He needs to uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a pound, 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 wear that defense down. So once again, I, Mixon's a running back one. Uh, and they're in the same tier. So it really is the person, you know, whatever you feel, feel personally. I probably, mm-hmm. and there is some worry about Chubb with Hunt coming back. I think I still would have gone Chubb, but I argue with nobody who took Mixon instead. I think Mixon's a very good running back. Mm-hmm. I think he's in a bad team. That you know, once again, right. second half, I don't know how much running you can do. Mm-hmm. So my take on this Hunt-Chubb issue is the fact that Hunt is on the team is not going to make me not draft Chubb. However, like in a situation like that, you know, I'll take Mixon over Chubb, and I, I get your 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 concerns with the overall Bengals team and maybe them playing from behind and very valid points and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I mean, you, you got to say that by the end of the season, if uh, the Browns see, you know, Chubb slowing down a little bit, maybe instead of getting, you know, uh, maybe his his carry percentage might drop just a little bit, you know. So, but uh, I, I think it, it makes having Hunt on that team hurts the overall fantasy value, but not by that much, but it does. Uh, but, uh, it, but it helps the overall offense, in my opinion. But uh, that's, that's just me. But, uh, hey, you know, I noticed that you and I both uh, drafted uh, Geronimo Allison and Mohamed Sanu uh, as wide receivers in our uh, Scott Fishbowl drafts. So, uh, you, I mean, uh, Allison uh, hurt at the end of the last season. Uh, what do you think about the overall uh, Packers offense this year? You think that uh, uh, Rodgers becomes the Rodgers of, uh, you know, a couple of years ago? Even though last year you had a fine year when you t- look at his TD to interception uh, rate, but uh, what, what do you think overall about the uh, the uh, Packers this season in terms of their offense? What do you think that Geronimo Allison brings to the uh, table? I oh, you got the new head coach there, uh, but Rodgers seems to be butting heads with him already. Doesn't like the fact that he can't <laughs> change plays at the line of scrimmage. What do you say? You know, you might want to take advantage of what my skills are that I've been you know doing this forever. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So they're mm-hmm. already butting heads. Uh, Rodgers has uh, had. Compl- complimentary things to say about all his receivers, right? About MVS, too, about Allison. Uh, who's going to be the breakout guy here is really what it comes down to. Uh, and what you're talking about in the Scott Fishbowl, uh, I, cho- I thought about taking MVS the round earlier because he was available. I ended up being, you know what, I didn't know. that there was you know, almost a coin flip to see who was going to break out here. So I'm like, you know what, I'll wait until Sony makes that decision for me. And then MVS was taken, mm-hmm. fine, I'll take Allison. Uh, Jake Kumaro could be a play, too. You know, he might, maybe he's yes. the guy. Once again, Rodgers has had good things mm-hmm. to say about him. So it's, yeah. uh, it's a pain. It's a pain in the neck. They are going to run the ball more here with Aaron Jones, you know, maybe more than they were used to here with Green Bay. Uh, they have to protect that defense somewhat. It's still not far from great. So I don't think this, this might not be the Green Bay team we're used to. I don't know if I trust Rodgers. Uh, to be happy and to get along with the floor. I think he's trying to make a point in some ways. I don't, I'm, I don't know how good that's going to be. Uh, Rogers, fantasy-wise, right. uh, I've mentioned this before. In, uh, not my league, but another league, another home league, I have the first overall pick. It's a, uh, once again, super flex league. I also have the third overall pick. Made some savvy trades last year. Still made the playoffs last year. Nice. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I have the first and third pick. So there's no doubt I'm taking a quarterback with one of those two picks. Once again, super flex, six points for a touchdown pass. And 
my first thought, you know, back when I was thinking about this months ago, oh, I'll, I'll take Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'll just take Aaron Rodgers and I'll, I'll, I'll have the best court. Pat Mahomes is a keeper. I can't take Mahomes. But pretty much all the other quarterbacks are available here. And now I'm like, oh, I, I don't want Rodgers. You know, not as the first overall quarterback. I wouldn't mind about having Rodgers, but not as the first overall mm-hmm. quarterback. You know, the reason I'm taking a quarterback rather than a running back is, once again, I'll take, if I took Rodgers at one, I'll get Barker and Elliott. They're both available. So if the number two guy takes one, I'll just take the other. If he doesn't, then I got a choice mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, so I'm, I'm okay either way there. But now I'm also like, I don't think I want Rodgers, which is stunning to me. That I've changed my mind on this. I've always wanted Rodgers. Always wanted Rodgers, mm-hmm. Joe. And now I'm probably not going to take him. I'm thinking I'm taking it to Sean Watson. Now one. that you have the chance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's rare. But now I think I'm taking it to Sean Watson. I might even put luck ahead of Rodgers. You know, as far mm-hmm. as somebody I'd rather have than him. Once again, you're talking top three. I'm, you know, I'm not complaining. Right. Here. Top three available in that league. He's top four. Because uh, once again, if Mahomes is available, I'd be taking him number one in a heartbeat. But I assume the player who has him, I think, keeps him. Like seventh round is going to keep Mahomes. I'd be shocked if he doesn't, but uh, I hope he doesn't. Right. But I'd be uh, very surprised there. So uh, I, I'm just surprised that I'm leaning away from Rodgers. You know, really surprised that uh, I'm not going to pull the trigger on him, and I'm not. You know, it'll either be the Deshaun Watson or Andrew Luck, and right now I'm leaning towards Deshaun Watson. Hmm. So where'd you end up getting? Uh, what round did you end up taking uh, Allison in? In the Scott Fishbowl. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I got but him in the thirteenth round. Certainly not. I'd have to look. <laughs> uh, right. Tush, you think I have? But the thirteenth round sound. Well, I'm very impressed. With I am him, looking, but uh, I ended up. Yeah, I ended up getting uh, Allison in the thirteenth. I didn't round even know I had Mohamed Sanu on the both... team. Okay. <laughs> I picked him up until, in the eighteenth. Until you round. just told me, I had no idea. Uh, Sanu. Uh, I took uh, <laughs> Allison twelve oh two. Twelve oh two for Allison so Sanu. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is Sanu? Sanu, I took in eighteen oh two. It's the same round. Eight. Wow, so very similar to us. Yeah, very uh, very similar draft. Oh, by that, come on. At the end and of the know, draft, I was just taking guys that were alive and breathing. All right, mm-hmm. it's like this this draft is, all, you know, it's a 22-round draft, which is much longer than a normal draft. Remember, no kickers, right. no defense here, so it makes it even seem even longer. By the round 20, you're literally looking for guys who are alive. I kept thinking of, mm-hmm. uh, remember the movie Major League <laughs> and the one scene uh, and before, you know, spring training? This guy's dead. Scratch him off the <laughs> list then. Yeah, I kept thinking that. I'm going to take somebody who's retired for crying out loud. Yeah, so uh, it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Scratch him off the list. Well, yeah, if he's dead, you probably should take him off the list. <laughs> great movie, great movie. Uh, so uh, my tight ends, uh, Austin Hooper, I waited on tight ends. I mean, you had people that really you know, went in on tight ends early, obviously, because uh, you get a little push in this league. Uh, what's a, It's an extra 0.5 per first down or something, George? It's, you just get a little I bit. I think it's a, an extra half a, per a, catch, an extra half yeah. per uh... – uh, per is yeah. it first down or per yardage? I'd have to look that up. But uh, tight ends do get a boost here. I was on tight ends. Yeah, uh, I, I right. didn't. Uh, I told you before. I'm I not waited. taking Kelsey or Ertz yeah. early. I don't like yeah. my team. Just don't like my team mm-hmm. in any league. Not this this league, Scott Fishbowl, but in any league, I don't like my team because your running backs are going to be terrible. But in this league, mm-hmm. I did take uh, O.J. Howard, uh, Delani Walker, Jason Witten. And I think I grabbed another tight end, too. So I'm just trying to screw people over who waited on the tight ends. Yeah. So I grabbed as many uh, backups as I could. Hayden Hurst was another tight end I took mm-hmm. there. But, He's uh, got some oh, upside yeah, Hurst. Witten yeah. and Hurst. He does. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was surprised. I think I took mm-hmm. my last pick, 22 mm-hmm. I was just shocked surprised he was, he was there. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so am I. Not that he's anything great, but I'm surprised someone – and once again, 22 rounds, no kicking, no defense. I'm surprised someone like Hurst was there that late. 
Yeah, my, I think tight ends is probably the weakest point of my uh, Scott Fishbowl uh, draft. I had, like I said, I took Austin Hooper, and then uh, ended up taking Greg Olson. I know he's geriatric and whatnot. He broke his foot twice and stuff, but I don't know. Then I ended up taking Jesse James, and then a guy that just, you know, I think it was one of my last picks, maybe either second to last or whatnot, Ricky Seals-Jones. I mean, that that offense is going to be a busy offense. I know that he kind of sucked last year, but I think he's got some upside in that offense. What do you think about Ricky Seals-Jones? <laughs> eh, once again, you've got a guy yeah, I know. Uh, a tight end to at best. Uh, yeah. yeah, We don't know at how best, Kyler Murray's right. going to... We don't know how Kyler Murray is going to use him. Now, generally, quarterback, young quarterbacks like the tight end. Once again, big target, mm-hmm. close to the line of scrimmage, easy for them to find them, especially when things start to break down. So in that way, mm-hmm. sure. But with Ricky Seals-Jones, I mean, there are a lot of tight ends I prefer over him this year. Uh, I don't have yeah. him ranked in my top 25. So uh, pretty mm-hmm. much let, let you know how I feel about uh, Ricky Seals-Jones. I, uh, he's Jag, just another guy, nothing special there. So uh, I don't mm-hmm. think much of him. How about that? Okay, that's fine. I'm sure he'll be upset when he hears about this, but he was uh, my be fourth crushed, tight end, sure. so he really will. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he was my Sorry, fourth uh, tight end. Like I mentioned, uh, Hooper, Olsen, James, and uh, Seals Jones. And uh, you know, like I said, Ol- Olsen a little bit geriatric, but you have a couple of geriatric uh, tight ends on your part. Uh, uh, who'd you mention? The guy from the Titans. Walker, Walker. Yeah, still, a, yeah. still a tight end one. I have two tight end ones. You don't yeah. have a tight end it's one. Kid. That's going to be dangerous in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you think uh, Delaney Walker's still not 100% healthy. He's fine Let's for week see. one. I've already said he'll be good. Not, be worried good? About, not worried about Delaney Walker. I'm not worried about Delaney Walker for week one. I'm worried about staying healthy for 16 games. I don't think he can right. do that. I think he will get banged up again. Uh, but he seems to be mm-hmm. one of the few guys that Mariota does trust. You wonder if he lost some burst. You know, that mm-hmm. I do wonder about as well. But I still have as a right. tight end 10 this year. Uh, behind guys like Najoku, Vance McDonald, I just moved ahead of him. But I have him ahead of guys like Trey Burton, Jack Doyle, Hooper. Yeah, Doyle. People forget about him. All right, great show. Good talking to you. Stay tuned. Weekend wagers, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. Thanks to Sean Angle. We'll see you next week.